Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Instruction, there's the head Mexican, right? And if he's good at what he does, the rest of his crew is good at what they do. But if he sucks and he's lazy at what he does, the rest of them suck and are lazy because they're speaking English. That's Can't true. Ask of, anybody else. That's true of any leader, though. It's. But he's noticed he, that it's it's Mexicans more it's more if you don't speak English. Like then you're lazy. It. It's more if you don't speak English. <laughs> Apparently, Doug thinks people who don't speak English are lazy. No, that's what you're saying, right? No, what else? Oh. I didn't at all say that. Didn't at all. Maybe. That Maybe. looks good. A little bit. I like that green. It matches the green on the shirt. It sure does. Is that why you wore the hat today? Or is I that guess. why you wore the shirt? Probably because of where, or it's why I wore the hat. That's why I wore my Duke hat. Duke shirt. It's like, oh, 10, throw it on. And I can always, I can always claim it's a Philadelphia A's hat. <laughs> match my sunny shirt. There you go. Yeah, Philadelphia A's, that's also. Connie Mack. He was in the Hall of Fame. He used to wear suits while he managed. He did, I've That's seen That's how they photo. used to do it, yeah. Was he know, a blatant um, racist? Probably. <laughs> I don't know what Goon decided to start. It's probably like the player manager thing. Like the first manager, when managers started wearing the uniforms. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Like, oh, yeah, I wanted to get your opinion on Mexicans movies. right off the bat. Well, I love Mexicans. No clue. But yeah, they've always Unless they're lazy. They're My do. best friend is Mexican. Look. So Arriba. And his brother happens to also be Mexican. Same dad. Just happened. <laughs> Go figure. Ah, <laughs> uh, my brother from the same mother. Another good, another good ring to it. <laughs> my brother from... Mom. Arma. <laughs> <laughs> You're like definition to brother over there. Yeah. Welcome to shooting of gaps. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah, we're on the five time episode. Possibly, depending on time, so we can't dawdle. How's everyone doing? Doing well. That's our guest, Drew Gonzalez, on the show. That's right, Gonzalez. Don't ask why. Same dad. Just <laughs> <laughs> It's just how it goes. We're doing our thing over here. It's a, it's a Friday night, Saturday morning, technically. Uh, slow sports week. Slow. Outside of the NBA draft, and which was very exciting in the lottery round. Is the general lead a race car? I mean, <laughs> we're going to have to talk about it. It outraced the pigs. Yeah, it's definitely a racist car. Boot, boot, bootlegged. Fucking rednecks, you know, that's where racing started from. It's true. NASCAR. NASCAR. Anyway, that's how slow it is because someone just said NASCAR on this show. <laughs> and Gonzo didn't lose his fucking mind. Yeah, he brought it up, matter of fact. I think just thanks for putting something out there to keep this keep this boat afloat Wait, right now. That's how slow it is. We made politics and NASCAR in the same we're not going to speak anything on it because the people who would need to hear us are complete douchebags, and I don't speak full douchebags. So. And they don't, probably don't listen to the show because, like, these guys are. Ugh. 
where to say things that make sense. They're just the worst. They are the worst. They're tolerant! Them, their people over there are worse. And they're like, they're mad too, because we can be like funny and racist, and it's just a joke, but they don't get it that it's just funny. They don't get why that's funny. Yeah, they're like, they're like he speaks the truth! <laughs> well, I really thought this... No, no he's... I think he's joking. I don't think he's telling the truth. Goddamn <laughs> liberal Jew media. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna unfriend him on Facebook, and that's that's how this is gonna go down. That's what that's what's happening today. Hey, wait. Never opened a show like that before. Um, okay, first things first. The gays can marry. Is that what we're gonna do? <laughs> I thought that's the first thing we were gonna roll with. Yes, we were, we're going to get into a very deep philosophical conversation about gay marriage. I'd rather talk about how it pisses off people who are dumb. <laughs> Again, I don't speak douchebag, so I can't totally so let them get through damn. to them how they are so... Let's just talk about the NBA draft. Uh, Brady first had his, had his appeal. Um, it was on TV. I didn't watch it. Um, that's it. That's all I've heard. NBA draft! <laughs> Sports! Huge! Um, I, I was... Uh, I, I, overall, I liked it. I liked the draft. I thought it was um, not as exciting. as we, There wasn't a bunch of trades. There wasn't movements. Like, I thought we, we all kind of thought the Nuggets had some leverage to make some moves to maybe move up a little bit or get involved in a team, a big multiple multi-team trade that... That never happened from any of the big teams, and as it turns out, they didn't need to. They got a good player. The Nuggets got a good player. I mean, we, we're we're a Denver based sports team, so we got to say the Nuggets with a seven pick. In my opinion, Ryan's opinion. Did you like the pick? Um, to be hundred percent honest, um, I'm biased because we're also all Duke fans. But I really wanted Justice Winslow. <laughs> you should have seen him on the couch. No, we were, we were. <laughs> he had no idea, like, how I think hard that I was, like, That guy's ready to go. Ripping. He's a stat filler, plays both ends of the court. You um, just watch that. He's going to be a stud in Miami. They got themselves mm. a fucking, they, it's, they're Wayne Wade's replacement. Yeah. Like, With Wayne Wade probably coming back. I'll bet, he, I'll bet this is what brings him back to the basketball team. Um, that's a good core lineup when you look at Shabazz Napier. That's his name, right? The point guard. Yeah, Shabazz Napier. That's his name. And then you get you got D Wade at the two, and then you throw Justice Winslow at the three alongside Chris Bosch, who I'm not a big fan of, but can excel with what he does now by shooting outside. He likes to throw threes. And, and we'll be Justice healthy. Justice Winslow gets up, and he will be healthy. Justice Winslow gets up the floor as good as probably as good as anyone in this draft outside of maybe D'Angelo Russell, the point guard. But, but I think they still have Walt Dang, so he might even be in a six-man situation. Right yeah, and I, I feel like that's going to be a deal. I, 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 the second that happened, I, I thought of, of Justice starting. I really did. I, I, I love Dang. I, I, I see him starting. At least he'll definitely compete early on for the, for the start, but I, I see him starting. If he gets to come off the bench, it's it'll be nothing but good for him. It'll, it'll if he great. comes off the bench, it'll it'll be the spell Wade to give Wade more rest. And Dang, an old busted if, man. Because Dang can start. Dang is a stud. Dang's a, a mid a mid range shot. He can get his own shot. He can hit a three. He can get to the rack with a layup. He can get he can shoot free throws. He's really long. He, he's he, we know Dang. He's another Dookie man. It's the, this is great when we're all here. We're Dookies, and this was a this was a pretty Duke heavy draft, especially first round. Not not Kentucky heavy, but. But but Duke heavy, it, 
yeah, I mean, this is it's good to be arguing whether Justice Winslow's going to start over Lou Dang or not. They're going to bang that out. Um, I like that a lot. But Nuggets did get a good pick, though. I like the point guard. I'm still wondering where we're going elsewhere. Uh, Ty Lawson, did you see it? Yeah, the video. Mm-hmm. Smoking a hookah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saying he's going to Sacramento. I mean, he, he wants out of here, so I hope we find a way to get rid of him. I, I, I'm, I don't I, blame him necessarily either. It's not like they ever, when they had opportunities, if I was him, felt like they were trying to build anything for him. How are you going to build there. for him? He was well, never the, supposed to be the marquee player on this team. The, the only reason he is, and everyone's like, why do we do for anything? Because people got hurt and aren't here. He was never supposed to be the marquee guy. He's, a he's not guy. a marquee player. Everybody loves the littler guards. Yeah, fucking, I don't give a shit about him. Fuck him. Plus, he's a Tar Heel. Kiss my ass. He can get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Fucking late to practice after an All-Star after All-Star weekend type of deal, throwing out text messages, not, not wanting to be here. That's the same thing Melo did, and I was done with him. I don't. I don't think Ty Lawson is that good. I don't think he's a top ten point guard. He gets in the lane and and his five foot nine height shows because he can't get the ball up. He gets how many times does it equal a wasted he gets possession? A lot, yeah. But I, I I feel like like he'll be gone and we'll, there's still stuff to come. I don't think that the the Sacramento Kings are gonna trade uh, Demarcus Cousins now because of the fact that they picked Willie Cauley Stein with sixth pick. I thought that was the second biggest surprise within the first six picks of the draft. So it was, there were surprises, in my opinion. But oh. Willie Cauley-Stein was, was a weird pick. I was like, really? At number six? You, what, he's got to be, like, defensive player of the year all the time to be worth a six overall pick. He has no offensive game. All, none. All he can do is dunk the ball off of a rebound, off of a alley-oop, Fast break situation. That's 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 one dimensional in my opinion. He does one thing, and he yeah. plays defense he, off the ball. He runs and and jumps. That's that's kind of what he does at this point. He's an off the ball defender. He's not a great one on one defender. He's great at blocking your shot when you don't see him coming. That's what he does. He comes like, all right, you're up here. You get around. You come from a layup. He comes and because you don't know he's there, but all of a sudden he's there. It's quick. And he's, he's a hell of an athlete. He is, but he has no offensive game, and they went six on him. They could have picked Justice Winslow. They, I mean, they, he, Justice fell to ten, which was travesty. I, I, I thought it was amazing. I was like, I never thought he'd be the one to fall out of the Duke guys. Tyus went right around where I thought he went. There was a huge possibility of Jaleel going three. With the with the talent in the top three picks, there there mm-hmm. it, we there talked was a, about it. There was a big possibility. One, Tyus one falling to ten was was very surprising to me. Justice falling to ten is a huge surprise to me. We'll get to that shortly, I imagine. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Let's talk about the uh, Knicks pick and the Knicks fans' <laughs> reaction. <laughs> the Knicks did what I thought the Nuggets were going to do. <laughs> I was so surprised. They couldn't was, do it because all those guys were picked already. They were already gone. I'm were, sure the, I'm sure the whole front office back. was like, oh, they got our guy. Damn it. Both are white. I guess we'll have to take the Euros. obvious person that everybody right now thinks we should take. But no, we'll take Moody instead. <laughs> they still threw a curveball. They still were like, all right, but we'll take Moody. <laughs> I thought it was gonna happen. I just like, flipped a coin. Really gonna, they're really gonna call justice. Oh, I was I was sitting at work just 
intended for them to take Winslow and didn't happen. That was that was the, the first Nuggets jersey I was ever gonna own was going to be a Justice Winslow Nuggets jersey. I swear I would have bought it. We said uh, it. I would have bought it. I would have bought it. I was like, damn, dude, because he's in my hometown. There's a chance that I could go downtown and bump into this motherfucker. Like, that's amazing, dude. I was, I was all about that. They, the, the Knicks fans did not like uh, Chris Stops, poor Singus. Poor Singus. Um, seven foot one, moves a lot better than a seven foot one dude that I've seen, um, especially just on the, the highlights that they've shown. It's not the same competition. He's got a sweet stroke. Yeah, you can shoot. shoot. There's no fucking doubt about that. Uh, Your guys can shoot. They can always shoot. Like what? What they the Nuggets shooting. or what the Knicks? Yeah, that's they fundamentally sound. They shoot <laughs> in basketball. <laughs> they the, do the one thing you're supposed to do in basketball: <laughs> put the ball in the hoop. Carmelo Anthony already like, like, expressed his displeasure as well through Twitter, saying he's been hoodwinked by Phil Jackson. Apparently, he thought that. Phil could make everyone fall into position, and they could get exactly whoever Carmelo wanted. I, I don't know what he thought was going to turn the Knicks into a contender right away. I mean, they got they. Hey, that was some of the worst well, fucking basketball. Well, he said it. He, he chicken shit it out by staying in New York. I completely think he did. We did. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's what that's what he did. He chicken shit out. He said, "I'm going to stay in the East, and, and I'm going to stay in the right Knicks. Here in the Knicks, and I'm just get my money. Get my money." Okay, enjoy your He's money. Stuck with that gonna, That's true. If he, was in a, if he was in a rush to win, he would have gone somewhere else last summer. It, it, was, it was pretty obvious. He had an opportunity to, to go. He had an opportunity and to go. We even said that. He, he, he could have hooked up he just with another. He could have hooked up with the guys in Miami. He could have hooked up with LeBron. He's, he, he stayed could've. in New York knowing they had shit on their roster. And, and it was total rebuild. Yeah. Not even maybe around him because Phil Jackson might not even like him. I'm pretty sure Carmelo doesn't like Phil Jackson because Phil Jackson challenges him in a different way than Coach Krzyzewski does. It's not the same deal. Phil's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, this fucking guy. I've been in the league for 45 fucking years. Who the fuck is this fucking kid? That's that's how Phil Jackson rolls. I, I yeah, that's that's what that's what Carmelo did, and that's that's where the Knicks are at now. In that whole thing, that's the a defunct organization. I think um, Phil Jackson was a much better coach than. He's shown to be any kind of GM in this brief amount of time that he's... I don't know if he was a GM for the Lakers, Drew, was he? No, I don't think I, so. I didn't think he was either. It, it's it's there. Uh, Frank Frank Kaminsky to the Hornets at nine. Frank Tank. I think that guy's going to be good. I think they got a steal. Seven-footer that can shoot threes, I think it's going to... That would help just about any team. Matchup yeah. problems. He he gets he gets rebounds too, and he can post up. He can get on the he's block. He's great in the paint. Yeah, he's he's got he's got a, he's got a low post game. He's he's an inside out player. Inside uh, outside. I thought post player. only because what what they had said that he was going to go lower, that he was going to go lower. So I thought that's a good pick for him. Man. I I like the kid. He obviously he was the player of the year. He, good team, fucking national title, all that shit. Go down here. Let's check this out. I wanted to talk with Sam Decker. Going to the Rockets, that was a that was a steal for them. I think that is a steal. I think Sam Decker is a good player. He can shoot the three, he can shoot the inside, and he's going to be playing on a team that pushes it a little bit. And the ball's in one guy's hands, either shooting. They play a very one-dimensional offense with James Harden. That's that's what they do with James Harden. I don't know if it's because of injuries uh, that they had this season, but it's like he's got the ball. He makes the play. 
kicks it or shoots. Um, <laughs> Sam Decker can get open, and he's a savvy basketball player. He's a smart basketball player. He can find an open spot to shoot a three. I like him. I don't. I don't ever think that kid's going to be more than I, he can. He can average 15, 15, 10 in this league. I, I really think that. I think he, he can. I, I think Sam Decker can do that. He he plays a little bit more hard nosed. He seems like he's got a will to do it. His he's athletic enough. He's athletic enough, and he can shoot. That's what I'm not sold on is is his athleticism yet. If if he's still going to be able to create his shots the way he did in college at the pros, then yeah, he probably could be a 15 and 10. But until I see that, I just have my doubts about him. It could just be my subtle racism because he's white. <laughs> but I I'm just. He's going to have to show me, I guess. I, I, I'm not subtle with mine. I'm, I'm just blatantly standing up for the white man today. <laughs> blatantly standing up for Decker. But no, I, it's, it's, it's all about that part of it. I mean, obviously he can catch and shoot, but I, I, it's, I think he, he should be able to move the ball. That's, that's, what it, that's what it's about. Absolutely right. Not, not, a, not a bad draft. I liked, we got to move down here. The Bulls picked Portis, that kid out of Alabama. I think it's Alabama, Arkansas. Yeah, Saw him play a couple times. One-dimensional, 6'10". He had like a bad tweet about the Bulls and Derrick Rose when he was in college, and they, they drafted him. So there's going to be that friction there. There was another one, too. Ah, fucking Larry Nance Jr. <laughs> was that to the Lakers? To he, the Lakers with his... He called up. Uh, like he the sports announcer guy? Son? Not Jim Nance. Oh, Jim Nance. Yeah. Larry, Larry, Larry Nance. Yeah, yeah. He was, his dad was a professional basketball player for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and his and this kid just got drafted by the what Lakers. What was his name? Larry Nance oh. Jr. He uh, tweeted something because he was another a fan of a he different team. He tweeted, and he said, "Screw, screw, or like uh, uh, Kobe's in Denver. All the girls better watch out." Some Ooh. hashtag rapist. Hope he can behave, and he did. He definitely hashtag rapist. Wow. Hashtag rapist, and now he's gonna go play with Kobe Bryant. Uh, that's gonna be a tough locker room for that dude. To be. <laughs> Kobe's like, I mean, when everyone talks about Jordan esque, like Kobe's it, and Kobe's going to rip that kid's a, that kid a fucking asshole, dude. He's gonna talk to him all the time. Like, I, that's gonna be a rough one for him. That's gonna be a rough one for him. Uh, Tyus Jones, personal favorite of mine. I think most of us like Tyus a lot. Definitely. Drafted by Cleveland, which I thought was pretty damn cool initially. Then he got traded, the, the rights got traded to Minnesota, which I think is even cooler. The right. kid's got a storybook career, man. Like, so far, in a year, he's had, like, like dreams come true in, in amazing ways. He went to Duke. He won a national title. He was, a, he was an All-American. And then he gets to go to Minnesota's his hometown, and now he's playing. Oh, okay. Now he's playing home with with Andrew Wiggins and fucking. That's that's a, that's a good, good thing. It, it's good. And Carl Anthony Towns, who obviously didn't didn't speak about him yet, going number one overall. Obvious pick. The guy's going to be a stud. So happy with Carl Anthony Towns, and that that team is is on a different level now. In in my opinion, they have they have upgraded. They will be in the mix in the next few years. It might not happen right away, but you'll see next year they'll be in the playoffs for sure, and yeah. they'll be making their push in the Eastern Conference with young studs. They they have it. Though, 
I think they'll definitely win a championship with that core in the next ten years, at least one. They're, I, they're, that's that's a stud group, dude. That is a stud group. You know who's looking stupid right now are the Cleveland fucking Cavaliers, man. Kevin Love opted out. They traded Andrew Wiggins for for that. Caleb might not even be there yeah. next year. Andrew Wiggins, they, they wasted that whole fucking thing. Wasted that pick. The num- they wasted a, the number one pick when it was wasted, in their hands. They wasted it for a dice roll. I thought it would really work out. I thought it would I thought it would really work out with Caleb, but it, it did. It, it almost happened. did, though. It almost worked out. It you know what? If him and Kyrie were playing, that's a different series. They, might, much even win. they might even win that series. Be much more competitive. It's not a defensive thing at that point. It's just it's it's points. It's they could have they could have they they could have been able to. And LeBron would have still controlled the, the series. He would have still controlled the the way that the, the Cavs played, and they'd, he'd have been kicking the ball out and open shots for those guys. And, and um, with Kyrie doing the same thing, getting in the paint or creating his own shot the way he can do as good as anyone. Golden State wasn't worried about anyone else making threes. In that series, I mean, they were giving up all kinds of open looks to J.R. Smith and Amon Shumpert, and they're like, "Yeah, well, you can make one out of four. Yeah, we'll if you go off, we'll 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 lose that game and feel okay about it." They just basically do, you know, what you do with those guys. You just go go ahead and shoot, and if you get on fire, then we'll come out and defend you. Well, c'est la vie. I guess Doug wants to do a top five. Good draft. Doug wants to do high fives. High fives. Moving on. We haven't heard much of Doug. Doug? Yes. Computers and stuff. Yep. Let's do right. Let's do the top five picks in the NBA draft just to follow up on what we were talking about. I'll start real quick. Uh, number five. It's hard to stay out of the top three picks because those were all like amazing picks and I think it just goes well. So I start with Jaleel Okafor going to the 76ers. He's at five because I don't think that's where he wanted to go. Outside of that, that's it. I think the, that organization is a joke. So we'll see if he can be part that turns it over. Number four is is Carl Anthony Towns going number one overall. Uh, we, we just spoke about him. D'Angelo Russell, number three. I like this kid. I, I like his game. I saw him play a couple times in college. I'd say a handful. He can handle the ball. I don't know anything about them calling him the best passer they've ever seen. I don't know about all that stuff. I just got to listen to the experts on that, and the guy looks like a good player. Number two, I'm taking Sam Decker being picked by the Houston Rockets. I really think that's a good pick. I'm interested. We'll remember that, and we'll we'll talk about it as, as the year goes on. And number one is obviously Justice Winslow getting picked up by the Heat. It's got to be. Uh, that, was a, that was a steal. That, that, that Heat team was already almost going to be formidable in the playoffs if people are healthy. They'll be even better as, as this goes on. Napier will be in his second year. And they'll have this kid, uh, stat filler, like uh, like Drew said. Number five is Moutier to the Nuggets because the Nuggets were supposed to pick some big sloppy white guy that can't do anything from Serbia or some shit. Latvia. 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 You don't know the name of my country. <laughs> but they didn't, and that was great. They so couldn't get a get on the list. Yep. So. Oh no! I'm sure there was somebody out there they could have, you yeah. know, talked themselves into. Um, number four, Sam Decker. You reminded me, and I, I totally forgot about that. But when you said that, I was like, "Dude, that's totally that was a great pick." 
I like Sam Decker. <clears throat> I like his game. Uh, number three, Devin Booker. I thought that was a great pick uh, for the Suns. That was a great, great pick. The point guard? Mm-hmm. Kentucky off the that bench. Was, that was a great pick for them. Did did the Twins get drafted? I didn't notice. Yeah. I don't think they did. Neither one of those guys. Those guys seemed NBA ready to me. <laughs> Maybe they're developing mentally ready. No, one of them definitely came <laughs> Make out. Make me. <laughs> um, number two, Kaminsky. I'm not so steal of a pick to get him where they got him because I really thought he was going to go a lot lower than that. Um, but I think he's going to be a good, solid player in this league. He's, I, I don't know. I, I see good things for him. He's a very good ball player, and he works hard. He work hard. He hustle. And then number one is just this. It's obvious. It's so obvious that a guy who could have been a top five Looked like he was going to be completely out of the top twenty, almost at the way he was falling. It it kept going when Kaminsky went before him. I was like, it's it's changing, but then it, they followed right up. It was pretty quick too when they did that. You got yours? Yeah, uh, got uh, Julio Okafor at number five, only because that was a really obvious pick for Philly. I mean, who else were they going to take? Kind of like Nuggets drafting Melo. Number four, <laughs> better. <laughs> Number four, Emmanuel Moutier to Denver. Um, I'm trying to be optimistic about that, I suppose. You're you're, you're a Nuggets fan, brother. Nuggets yeah, fan. I I was hearing a lot today about how if he'd have gone to Kentucky, you know, he could have easily been a number one pick. That's what a lot of people are Playing saying. With all those guys. Number three, uh, I kind of like the Dellen Wright to Utah. He's that point. Or yeah, Jerry. yeah. Um, I. His his stock fell really really hard for some reason. I remember hearing that he was going to be a top five pick. He was supposed to be an NBA Raider ready point guard. Okay. Um, I remember that as well. I'm not sure what happened to him, but I like his game. He's kind of reminds me a lot of what I've seen from Moutier so far. A six five guard can play above the rim, can pass. He's long. He's got he's got street game. He plays like an East Coast yeah. point guard in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, another obvious one. And number one, Justice Winslow, just agreeing with you guys. Really, really good value at number ten. Yeah, I don't think that's a homer thing at all. I don't, I don't think it's because we're, we're big Duke fans. It's just obvious. Like, you guys got him <laughs> at ten, you should be fucking thrilled. <laughs> like, if I'm Miami, I'm, you know, it's like going, I don't even have to pat myself on the back on this one. So obvious. It's the obvious pick. We're doing four, possibly five, of these uh, five times here, trying to usher in a new era of slowness to uh, combat stuff. Sports things. NFL? Uh, Let's do Elway's birthday. We're celebrating Elway's birthday. Who's that? The man, the myth, the legend. The, the guy that Peyton Manning will never, ever be. Top five John Elway moments. I won't go first this time. I was not very thrilled reading coldheartfootballfacts.com. Talking shit about my Mr. Elway placing him fifth on the overrated quarterback list. What? Because they said he wasn't a good thrower. <laughs> I... 
because he didn't have a quote-unquote breakout season. I said, you may have forgotten cold hard football facts who the head coach was. Yeah, he didn't get the until breakout Until he had. And outside of Dan Marito th- throwing 48 touchdowns or whatever he did his, his rookie year, second league, whatever, something like that. Yeah, it was early on. There wasn't guys lighting up the, the, the scene like it is now. It was yeah. a totally different era of football, and he still threw... A shitload of touchdowns and for a shitload of yards, so whatever. That, I would that, say winning the MVP in 87 is a breakout year. That was a breakout year. I mean, that's... He won the I... fucking MVP, dude. 50,000 yards passing? You don't need a breakout year when you have 50,000 yards fucking passing, dude. That's not... Okay. They basically are highlighting how he wasn't a great thrower until his 11th year. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what that Have means. you seen the drive? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> not, not, not you. Speaking that, that of things... Um, Number five, uh, I, I kind of tussled over this one, but I had to go the, the Broncos over the Chiefs. Uh, comeback win in 2019, 1992. Oh, I had a different one. Okay, I thought there was, was a couple against the Chiefs. There, oh, yeah. there's a, we, it, there's, if you could pretty much go against everybody, except for the Chargers. We always used to just smoke the Chargers. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. I guess he just owned them all the time. Um, <clears throat> but I remember that game, watching that game as a young lad, being just so fucking stoked beating the Chiefs. I used to hate the fucking Chiefs. I hated them as badly as I hated them. I don't hate them as much anymore. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they suck for a long time, too. But I still don't fucking like the Chiefs. But like I, I had to put one of them on the list. There's, we've embarrassed the Raiders enough. There's no reason to put them on this list. Number four. Broncos over the Oilers. The drive two, two fourth downs. The drive, drive two? The yeah. drive two, quote unquote, they call it. Um, I remember watching that game and seeing how smug. Um, God damn it. Mormon looked so content and happy with beating John Elway. He thought, I am on my way to the Super Bowl. No, it was a divisional game. I know it was a divisional game. No. I'm saying he had that look on his face, like, we're going, oh, okay. going for it all, baby. And he actually talked a little bit about that before the game, like, you know, almost talking like, after we're done beating the Broncos here, we're going to go on and go kick some ass and win us a Super Bowl. And that did really pissed me off and made, made me really hate Warren Moon for a long time. So watching him get his ass kicked when John Elway throws that fucking pass to Vance Johnson that he ends up running up the fucking field for like 40 yards or whatever the fuck oh, it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was so awesome. He was born, throws that goddamn cup on the ground, throwing his little tantrum on the ground. I'm sorry. Don't do that to me. We're number three is obvious. Five, number three. Number three. Five. Enough. Trying to get five. Number three. We're supposed to be. Uh, not five. Number three. I think Five this fives. Is, this, I think this is going to be pretty much everybody's top three at this point. The drive. Obviously, the drive. And then, number two, capping the career riding off in the sunset. The Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl 33 win. The, and then, number one, get to the choppa. The helicopter play. Winning the Super Bowl. The first Super Bowl. Running through the streets of Denver, screaming and cheering and bumping into my friends, also screaming and cheering. Bumping into other people who weren't even Bronco fans, who were just out and enjoying it. Doug. I was out there. Doug no, was Bronco out there fan. enjoying it. Nope, from Denver. Wanted to know what 
Right. Tear gas felt like. <laughs> it Doug. sucks. That's what tear gas feels like. Yep. It feels, feels like, like suck. suck. It feels like turn up the suck. As, as loud as suck will get, as painful as suck will get, do it. Hmm? Eh? Eh? Oh, okay. No, yeah. I'll go. You can go last. You can you can be the last one. Uh, number five, the Hall of Fame induction. That was a lot of fun. I remember waiting for that. Just sitting around waiting for him to just get inducted. You know, I was like, ah, his fucking daughter is going to be Whatever, but the rest of it was really cool. Um, lots of good shout-outs. Uh, my favorite Republican giving a speech. It's just, it's, it's a good time at the, the Hall of Fame induction for John Elway. Number four, uh, same spot, the Oilers divisional playoff game. When people talk about comebacks from John Elway, I really feel like this one gets left out a lot. I now remember this vividly. We were living in the townhome. We were building the basement out. Dad, Dave Anderson, and we're down there, built like we're, we're laying, we're fucking putting up the frame for it, and it's going on, and they keep like, Adam, pay attention, I'm like, no, <laughs> I was watching the game, I was watching the fucking game, and the, the Vance Johnson pass happened, and I was slapping shit, because it was 21 to 6 at the end of the first half, it was 24 to 16 pretty, pretty going into the fourth quarter, we were losing that game, it looked pretty bleak, and, and Elway pulled it out of ass, it was, it was very, very good, number three, Fuck you, Colts. I'm going to go play somewhere else. That's how we got Sean Elway. That, that has to be huge on the list. We don't get John Elway if he's not a pompous asshole and says, no, I don't want to play for your team. I'll go play for the Yankees. They just gave me $350,000 to play baseball for six weeks, and I led them in every single offensive statistic. I will be a stud right fielder. I will rule. I will play behind Don Mattingly. We will kick ass. My career will be awesome. I will go to the Hall of Fame of Baseball. If you draft me. He's... They did. We're and very they, lucky his dad like, was a football coach. Because they were going to lose him. They were going to lose him. Very lucky his dad was a football coach. They traded him, Denver Broncos. And he, and he had, for whatever reason, ties just to the West West Coast about... He was a high school football coach. He'd already done some scouting. There was ties there. It worked out somehow. Some fucking how. It worked out. Uh, number two, the drive. I remember the day after. I don't remember the drive. I remember being awake and I had to walk to school. Back in the day, I was like seven. He just walked to school at that point. <laughs> no one gave a fuck. You went down that way. You went left. You went there. You went right. Then we left again. And then you're at school. The drive. Huge. Huge. And number one. The, the spin, like, you know, it's the Super Bowl victory. It's tear gas. It's when, validation. When, when you see him do that, I don't know about you guys, but Every time. I said, we're going to win this fucking game. Oh, oh. Like, I just, I, I remember just looking at my dad dead in the eye and go, we're, we're not going to lose this game. That's nice. We're going to win. You watched it with your dad. That's great. Was my camera, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I didn't watch it with my dad. I watched it with my friends. It was great. It was really good. I watched it with Isaac. <laughs> All them cats. At, at his house, at Ike's house, with, with Crystal and James, and everyone came through. And we didn't drink any beer. We didn't drink any booze. We didn't smoke any pot. We drank Mountain Dews and watched the game like a motherfucker. And it, and it went down well. It went down well. Nice. <laughs> uh, my number five... Uh there was a game in 95. They won the last play with a 43-yard touchdown pass to Rod Smith. 
his rookie year. When he was wearing number 19? No, he was, he was number 80. I don't know. I don't know if he was. Okay. I was watching the video earlier today. Work, work, work. Awesome. No, good call. Um, number three, uh, game-winning pass to Shannon oh, Sharp. Number four? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Number four, um, game-winning pass to Sharp um, in 98. That was another comeback against the Chiefs. I think they were down like twenty-one nothing or something to start that game. Ended up winning thirty-five to thirty-one, and Elway just threw a perfect pass to Shannon Sharp on a on a corner route. Um, beautiful. He wasn't a good thrower, but he wasn't a good thrower. According, according to Cold Hard Football Facts, who I would dare to just put the facts away for a second and look at a film. And tell me you don't think that dude can't throw the football. And then have them address what they think the word fact is. <laughs> Go. I think you guys should rename your website fact. to Cold Hard Football Opinions. <laughs> I realize right, it's right. a little longer, <laughs> but it's more accurate. Number three, uh, the QB sneak in Super Bowl 33. I just always remember him lying there in the end zone. Was um, it with a... Uh, I peed on top of John Elway. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, like these guys, uh, number two, the drive. Number one, the spin. I mean, those are, those pretty much define Elway's career and everything that makes him awesome. We're, 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 We're celebrating his birthday, not trying to be diverse on this list here. This is, this is about just... In my opinion, the I best quarterback of all time in, in his birthday. What's up? Your list was the best list. I, th- I think all of our list was pretty goddamn good. It's, it's celebrating who that man is. Moving on, uh, but fucking Elway, dude. Anybody wants to see what a quarterback is supposed to look like, go watch John Elway play football when he was in the 90s. Watch him play in the 80s. Watch what John Elway did playing quarterback. That's what you want a quarterback to do. That is what you want. Period. Every time. Every time a play pops up. Holy shit, that, that was that was perfect. The ball was delivered on time. Or it wasn't. It was delivered after he ran around for three seconds, avoiding four sacks, throwing the ball 50 yards, running outside the pocket. John Elway rules. Top five NFL network continued. We're on uh, 30 to 21 here, Ryan Silva. In case y'all don't know, 30 to 21 goes a little something like this. Drew Brees, Shady McCoy, Gerald McCoy, Justin Houston, Big Ben Raplesperger, Joe Thomas, and Duncan Sue, Joe Hayden, Russell Wilson, Earl Thomas. Ben's never going to escape that rape thing. Well, once you go rape, you never get talked about back. Oh! <laughs> Turn my headphones up! Can <laughs> we go first this time? Yeah, Drew can once go first Once you go time. rape, you don't stop raping. Number five for me, serial rapist, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> He's, he had a really good year last year. Serial wants to do it twice. <laughs> he had, like, yeah, go ahead. Go. Well, <coughs> two times that we know of. I mean, anyways, uh, number four, Joe Hayden. I just want to add oh. to your thing real quick. He had his best year ever. Yeah. And he's about to have another year under, I forget his name. That guy's always. <coughs> Who did Terrell Owens yell at? Um, Tony. Haley, yes, that's who it is. Toddy. Uh, he's a and who makes good offenses. He's gonna have another year to distribute. We'll see. I bet. I'll bet he'll do better. 
and Antonio Brown doesn't stuck, suck, so yeah, he's it's badass. good to have him around. Number four, uh, one of the best corners in the league, Joe Hayden. Um, pretty much good against everyone. He, uh, I think they played the Lions last year and managed to contain Kelvin Johnson somewhat. I could, I could be totally wrong about that. Well, no, that, that was, that was like stick-out game stats. That was like cold, hard football facts. We have cold, hard football He, he goes all over the field and covers everyone. That's what, that's, he, he covers the best player all the time, all the time. That's, that's what he does. Number three, LaShawn McCoy. Uh, just good all-around running back between the tackles, catching passes out of the backfield, makes people miss, accelerates. Basically, everything a running back needs. He is real quick, uh, start to, you know, start to finish quick. Number two for me, uh, Indomitian Sue, just probably the best defensive tackle in the league right now. And number one, Drew Brees. He had a, an off year last year, but I, I, I still feel like he's got a lot left. He's not, he's not that old. He's, he's a little younger than Brady and and Manning, I think, so. No, he, he's, he's a couple years younger. A little bit. Yeah, not not very, but maybe one year younger. It's like two <laughs> years younger, yeah. <laughs> Number five, I'm with you, Joe Hayden. Guy's a stud. can cover everybody. Everybody, anybody. He's definitely one of the best. Number four, uh, rapist. I mean, I'm sorry, the therapists. <laughs> That's therapists? <laughs> Um, had an amazing season last year, uh, not just because it was his best ever, he also looked, uh, renewed, I guess, would be. Hey, he, he wasn't he, all banged up. He didn't, wasn't beat up at the end of the season, limping around, like, dragging himself. It was know, a good throwing a 60-yard pass, like having everybody drag him down to the other side of the field. It was a good off-season. Which has got to be really hard. It was a good off-season of rape. But they that, didn't win that a makes Super anybody Bowl. feel good. They didn't win a Super Bowl, so it's okay. Because it feel rapey until they win a Super Bowl. He will rape more. Number three, Justin Houston. Is a flat out stud. If we didn't have Von Miller. I mean, Von Miller, I think, is really the only better linebacker in this league right now. Um, I We all said. When we saw Vaughn on the list last time, that we thought he would have should have been higher, but no, not that he should have been, that he will be higher next. Definitely next year. will be. I don't think um, he should have been higher at all. Houston had the numbers to back it up last year. Totally legit. He should have um, been higher. Very legit. He should have been higher on this list as well. But it's hard when you get down to this part of the list. Top twenty-five. A lot of good arguments because they're all good players. Yeah, they're all good arguments. There's no wrong answer. Has Adrian Peterson been on this list? Yes. Yes. He was in the forties. I think he was number forty-two or forty-three. Forty-one. Sorry. Um, number two, Earl Thomas. Freaking stud. Obviously, we're talking about guys who are just flat-out pimps. Uh, we thought Cam Chancellor was the better safety, but guy's tough as nails too. Earl Thomas can play everywhere. He is everywhere on every play. He reminds me a lot of the way Ray Lewis used to play, where he was just everywhere all the time. Doesn't oh. matter. Doesn't matter where the ball goes. He is there. 
all the time making plays. And then Ndamukong Suh, definitely too low. Definitely too low. He's low on this list because he's guys don't like him because voting. he's a little dirty. <laughs> he gets a little pissed off on the field, and then he does some dirty shit. So I think that's what takes him back on this yeah. list. Otherwise, Ndamukong Suh is a top 10 in this league player. He's, he's the most underrated league. player on this he list. Is, he is absolutely, he is definitely a top 10 player. If you put a, if you put him, he's right next to J.J. Watt. I think J.J. Watt's the best defensive player, and Dominican Sue probably Close the second, second best. Close second. Because he is, yeah. he is that impactful on a game. Number he five. Goes through double teams. I think he helps the Dolphins a lot this year. <laughs> Number five, uh, Joe Thomas. Forgot about him last week because he plays in Cleveland, and he's played there for so long. <laughs> he's the best left tackle pretty much all the time, and he just does it, and no one hears about it because he plays for Cleveland. The reason Johnny Manziel sucks is not because of Joe Thomas, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Number four, Justin Houston, 22 sacks, man. 22 sacks. Um, broke Derek Thomas's record. Could have broke the record. Didn't do it. Didn't matter to him. He knows he's got chances. I don't know if he's the best player. I don't know if he's better than Tom Ali, but on this list he's a good player. I don't know if he gets a lot of it because of Tom Ali being out there or if, it's, if he's that damn good, just an edge rusher. He's, that, he's, he's pretty damn good. I like twenty-two like sacks. Don't lie. Um, it, it's hard to it's hard to argue with that. It is number three, Gerald McCoy, um, out of Tampa Bay. That guy's a fucking beast, dude. This is a defensive list for me, outside of outside of uh, Joe Thomas, because I think the best players on this were the defensive side. I like LaShawn. I I I like I like Drew, but their their offense is changing dramatically. They are switching to a run-based team. That's what they are doing. They're gonna they're gonna go off the kid from Alabama. His name escapes me, and they picked up Spiller as well. They're they're running the ball. They're gonna run the ball. They got rid of they got rid of Graham. They're they got rid of Stills. They're they're gonna run the ball. It's gonna be a different thing. We'll see. Uh, Drew Brees is top four quarterback all the time. Number two, and Damakasu. I only put him up there. I only put him below Earl Thomas, who is my number one, because Sue should be. Higher and Earl Thomas should be ahead of Richard Sherman, and the reason and when you see Earl Thomas here, that means that Sherman's in front of him, in front of him, and he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be because he's not getting left off the list. Earl Thomas makes a lot of stuff happen. As far as safeties, as far as like letting Sherman do what he does because he knows that he has the best center fielder behind him. Cam can cheat and stop the run and bang those short routes a lot easier because he knows he's got the best guy behind him. It, Earl Thomas and Sue should be higher on this list, a lot higher on this list. And they're and they're you know twenty they're they're in the thirty to twenty range. That's that's a great spot to be for an NFL player. Huge, but they should be higher. My opinion. Cusack movies go Doug. Totes. We would be remiss, though, that it's someone else's birthday, <clears throat> other than John Elway's, and John Cusack's. And Shannon Sharp's, as well. <laughs> Shannon. I didn't even see that. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Mel Brooks. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. I really feel like uh, you were remiss by not letting us do Mel Brooks. No, no, no. We talked we about We figured it. out that we'd all have the same top five. Okay. Like, there, I would say almost... different places, but it'd be... I'd be almost verbatim. Yeah. yeah. It would have been a very redundant list. 
It's yes. eventually based on that we talked about it last week. So we, we, we I asked Love him to say that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. We just want to wish Mel Brooks a happy birthday. Mel Brooks is the next for. Happy birthday, Mel fucking Brooks, dude. Happy 104th. Where are the white women at? The Tired. She's pooped. He killed Nazis. Uh, I'm going first? Yeah. Uh, my honorable mentions are Identity. <laughs> nice. I like that one. Um, no one else likes that movie except I loved it. I liked it, but after like the third time, you're like, yeah, okay, I get it. But I mean, the first but, time is what counts. But that's, yeah. it, that's it, a John Cusack movie, anyway, isn't it? That is an actual John Cusack movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and my other honorable mention is uh, the Bagman, uh, which I'm pretty sure I'm the only one here that's seen it, which wow. is fine. <clears throat> Don't it's, know that it's, one. it's it's find it. Find it. We'll do. Done. It's him and De Niro. Oh. And Crispin Glover. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but not Hot Tub Time Machine. Um, number five, because you all know that I've got to cram Nicolas Cage on this fucking list somewhere. Uh, number five is Con Air. Didn't we just talk about... I knew about, you were going to do that! Didn't we just talk <laughs> about how like you could replace him with anybody? Who, John A typewriter. You did it! A notepad. And, and you wouldn't notice... Well, he's got to steal, like, young, like, the other, the new Scotty's fucking car. Yeah. Yeah. Star Trek reference. I really did look at this as, like, there's just a lot of good movies he just happens to be in. Um, number four, Say Anything. This was a tough one, because I really, to be perfectly honest, I wanted, you know, Better Off Dead on my list, but it didn't make it. Um, but I, I love to say anything. Um, and it's just, there's that iconic scene with the boombox. Though, uh, better off dead did have the great line, I gave her my heart, she gave me a pen. Um, I found a shirt that was actually saying anything. Mm, was that saying anything? Yes. With Mia Sarah? Yeah. No, not Mia Sarah. Mia Sarah is not in saying anything. Right. So better off no, dead no. is. I gave her my heart, she gave me a pen. They're in the car. She breaks up with them. Here, take this pen. You'll think of me. Was that the same thing or better off dead? Are you sure? I'm a thousand percent sure. Okay. There, there is not a doubt in my mind. Uh, number three, High Fidelity. I remember before the movie ever came out, my dad loaned me the book when I was like 19 or 20 and just goes, here, this is going to be you in 10 years. And I took that as a compliment and then I read the book. That's a book? <laughs> yeah, by Bruce Hornsby. Same Bruce guys. Hornsby? The Bruce Hornsby, John. John is it John Hornsby? Uh, he always gets it. Is it just Hornsby? No accent. Same guy that did what about a boy? Yeah. I think he wrote that as well. And uh, I like that. I feel like he did another one that was made. He did another one that was yeah. Ah, but don't you believe them? <laughs> Bruce Hornsby in the range. I'm singing it. You said it. Yeah. I misspoke. Nick Hornby. Nick. Nick Hornby. That was it. It was high fidelity. Um, but yeah, Get I mean, job. It was... <laughs> Eat up the time. I don't care. High fidelity. You're talking. I'm talking too. Go. Um, but no, like I said, my dad gave me that book and I, I was like, yeah, great. I'm telling you this guy in 10 years. Then read the book and went, ah, fuck, not a compliment. Totally this guy in 10 years. Though. Um... Instead of a record store, I, I have a uh, podcast, and we still do weekly top five lists, so I guess I kind of did end up like John Cusack in that. 
Um, First time people who didn't know who Jack Black was sang on on a movie. He did that live, mm-hmm. and uh, the reaction from John Cusack was uh, accurate. Was genuine. Was He's like, oh wow, because they didn't know Jack Black. He's kind of a pompous ass John Cusack himself. So well, at that point, what what else that. had he really been in other than he was Augie in no. that uh, Rollerblade <laughs> movie? Uh, overboard. No, not overboard. He was in an X Files episode. It's called Overboard. He was also no, in Biodome, trying it's to save like, some motherfucking trees. No, it's not. No, it's not. We'll think about it. Going, I'll, yeah. I'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Look that up. Um, it's got like a vert name or an error yeah, name. Yeah, just go ahead. Uh, and my number one, I might get a little shit for this, but I really is my one of my favorite John Cusack movies. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm number two. Number two is uh, Being John Malkovich. Not necessarily a outright John Cusack movie, I would say. I mean, really an ensemble cast on that one, but fucking amazing movie. Just blew my mind the first time I saw it. Um, and then uh, number one, I might get a little shit on, but uh, got to be one of my favorite John Cusack movies is Gross Point Bank. Blank. I don't know who would give you shit on that. That's an awesome movie. So, um, you know, it's always fun when you have a list of John Cusack movies where he plays emotionally stunted characters or hitmen. Or in some cases, both. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. It's Bagman as he's in a hotel, emotionally stunted, and a hitman. I was like, "Fuck it, that's a trifecta right there." Airborne. Was oh, it Airborne? That was it. With uh, Seth Green. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, um, I'll go next. I'll go next. Uh, uh, number five, Better Off Dead. It has to make your list. First of all, the French chick who's pretending to pretend. But she doesn't speak English. It's super cute and hot. Uh, John Cusack rolls in that movie. The ski contest keeps happening. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of funny parts of that movie that are very good. Number four, Hot Tub. Hot Tub Time Machine. And that makes list. Some, some of it. It has to make the list because I just love Hot Tub Time Machine. Not Hot Tub <laughs> Time Machine 2, which he was in. Yeah, but it's it's not a Cusack film. Adam's only mentioned he's not in it enough. Uh, number three, obscurest of the 80s uh, Cusack movies, in my opinion. Most folks don't know this. Hot Pursuit. Yeah, you don't know it. Yeah. His, um, he misses a test, and as a stay behind to take the test, his rich girlfriend goes on a boat trip with her family to Jamaica, and after he gets a reprieve to take the test later on, he goes to try to catch her. And it's a story about him rolling through Jamaica. He bumps into, uh, fucking, what's his name? I forgot. David You're Keith. great with no, names Keith this week. David. Keith David. <laughs> it's not David Keith. He runs into Keith David. Black, black guy or white guy? Black guy. Got it. And, and they're Rastafarians. They get him drunk. He runs into Robert Loja. Ben Stiller and his dad are... Ben Stiller's like the evil dad. Ben Stiller... No, 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 no. Jerry Stiller's the evil dad. Ben Stiller is the son. And they're the pompous dudes. they like trying to fuck with Ben Stiller with the... With the sex girlfriend till he shows up. It's it's a really obscure movie. Check it out. I like it. Number two, Gross Point Blank is awesome. I love that movie. Great soundtrack. That was insane. Amazing soundtrack. Nothing nothing bad about that at all. Number one is Say Anything because Lloyd Dobler fucking rolls. Uh, there's a lot of iconic scenes in that movie, in my opinion, sir. Outside of the boombox when he sits down and he t- they say, well, what do you want to do with your life? He goes, I don't want to buy anything. I don't want to sell anything. I don't want to trade anything. I don't want to work in anything that is traded. I don't want to work in anything that is mass-produced to a mass audience. And he just goes on this whole like it? ridiculous thing. Like you're just like, this is amazing. And he's like the anti-boyfriend, even though he's the perfect boyfriend. He's the anti-everything. He's a kickboxer. He has no idea what the fuck he's doing. 
very good movie. Was it better off there where they're outside? Um, they're outside of the gas station. They're like, guys, say you know a lot about women. That's what do you guys, Does that say anything? Damn it! I am really confusing those two. <laughs> Yet you're not here with them. That's because they're all bitches, bitches. man. <laughs> what are you guys doing out there on a Friday night? Like, by choice. Yes, yeah, it's a uh, Kevin James. No, 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 not Kevin James. Um, PCU. Uh, Jeremy Piven. He's in it. He's one of the dudes yeah. sitting there. So what you guys and on from here? there. Uh, yeah. By so, choice. Just kidding, just kidding. Uh, honorable mention, Better Off Dead. Uh, number five, Say Anything. I, I can't believe it's not actually just like up there on your list, to be honest with you. I just thought that would be your number one. Mm-mm. I bought that movie. I just really felt like that would have been. Number, I, number four, High Fidelity. Because I I don't know when I it was one of those movies when I first saw it the first time I don't know I didn't like it at all and when I watched it like the second time I I don't think it's a book like doesn't have an ending it just ends and you don't know what the fuck's ever gonna happen and then the movie added the ending Hollywood I love Hollywood sometimes they make things better Hollywood that wasn't a bad one to like add the ending to I was like eh, all right it wasn't terrible it's pretty good. Hard to watch the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, this movie's boring. No way, I was totally engrossed. I was like, yep, my dad's right. Read the book. I'm going to be this little fucking loser in <laughs> ten years. Number three, Identity. That was a great movie. Blew me away the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, wow. Even though it was so fucking obvious. Looking back, but the first time you see it, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? you don't know what's on? going on, you see the opening credits, you don't know what's going on. Damn. When, yeah, when, when the end starts to come, you're like, Oh, should have saw that coming. And then you watch it again, so you're like, okay, now I know. Right, I can now you want to see little, all the cool little, like... I can see the mom not talk to Bruce movie. Willis the entire movie, right, I mean... Exactly. Um, number two, Igor. Really? Yeah, I like that one. I got kids, okay. so, you know. Alright. It's actually a really good movie. I've seen it. Um, and then number one is the Hot Tub Time Machine, man. That fucking movie is great, because it's not like a John Cusack movie at all. He says one, he, one thing funny, and he goes, You get fat and get hooked on diet pills, you stupid bitch. And she stabs him in the face with a fork. <laughs> but the way he says it, it's perfect. And you're like, That was good. And then, boom, fork. And then, yeah. <laughs> you stupid bitch. He just says it with delivery. I, I, I don't have it. I don't have it. Is that it? Uh, number five for me. Uh, you know your brother from another father. <laughs> That's a bad joke, my dad. From the used same to say. father. <laughs> number five for me, the ice harvest. Has oh, anyone else seen that? I have seen that. Oh, okay. That's, that's kind of an obscure one, but I like it. Hell's Gomez directed it. I always like his movies. It's a, that's a good little throw in there. I like that. Number four, uh, Eight Men Out. Kind of an underrated baseball movie. It, it, it almost made mine. I was gonna if I shouted out, would have shouted that one. Isn't uh, is it Michael Rooker in that one? Yes, he is. I need to see that again. What is it, Michael Rooker in at this point? Lumeral. <laughs> it's, it's tough. To Lumeral. Number three. Uh, it's actually watching Guardians. It's just because I watched this one last week. Uh, I forgot that he was in Stand by Me. Mm-hmm. It's Will Quinton's <laughs> older brother. Yep. Yep. Um, number two, High Fidelity. One of my favorite books. One of my favorite movies. Uh, number one, Gross Point Blank. 
one of my favorite movies ever. Just really funny. Like uh, it's that gross. part where uh, what is it? Aykroyd's fucking bartering. He's like, he's like, you out? I'll sell you bullets for five hundred bucks. Like how many? He's like, I don't know. Three. <laughs> okay. Toss me the money. And they're like they're fucking like trading because he wants to. St- the whole thing starts because oh, what is it? Aykroyd wants to start a hitman union. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. So they can uh, collectively bargain. And it's one of the few movies yeah, I can actually stand. Jobs <laughs> type. Yeah. And it's one of the few movies I can stand. Junk you second. Oh yeah, she's she's alright. Uh, she's Aykroyd's generally annoying. Is one of the craziest characters he ever played. He's a sadistic, like, gen- like genocidal type dude. Like, but plays it so... He's like, hey, hey, watch out. Like, you yeah. know he's thinking of killing you when he's walking away and getting in that car. He's thinking of ways to set you up and fucking mm-hmm. kill you. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a crazy, awkward character in my opinion. Not, not his normal... Not his normal suit. No. He's, he's played off-kilter characters, but never, like, that off-kilter. Never, like, that cold. Mm-hmm. You better get with the fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just off the wall crazy. What do we got on timer then? You're at an hour. Well, that's up to you, sir. We'll slam through the high five, five, five. The five times. Five. Five, five times five. I'm not high five. One. I'm exhausted. I can't even lift my goddamn. I'm tired too. Two. Three. Four. Five. We're doing another one, a five show we got nothing to talk about, so here we go. Um, best scenes where someone trips Where drugs. you're doing drugs. When you're like, well, that's the scene where they go. Those guys did drugs. And it was funny, or it was crazy, or it was whacked out because of the drugs they were on. That's the only criteria of the thing. They did drugs and something happened. I'm going to go last on this one because I, I like first. my list. I want to go first. I want to beat right. you all to the good ones. All right. Uh, number five. Knocked up. Mm-hmm. When they're tripping out on Cirque du Soleil in Vegas. and chairs. Yeah, nice. They're like oh, looking at all the chairs and like, and this Why are they all chair? in here? How many places are there to sit? And then he goes, Why all the chairs? Get them out of here. I gotta move to this chair. There's That's seven, much better. There's seven seven much, this chair's chairs safer. This there are seven <laughs> different kinds of chairs in this room. There's someone whose yeah. only job is to find chairs. <laughs> Not a bad one, not a bad one. It's an underrated one. You never uh, remember that part. Then you're like, about that. oh yeah, and they trip out at Cirque du Soleil. That's a good one. She's awesome and you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four, uh, A Scanner Darkly. I mean, the whole movie's basically a fucking drug trip in and of itself. All a drug trip. Um, but when they're all on the weird, like, DMT number seven or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, like, it, and just, uh, uh, Downey Jr. playing an addict, which, once again, typecast maybe, but... At the time, wasn't a stretch for him to play. No, no, but when he's, like, super itchy and really, like, fast, like, it's like, okay. Um, number three, it's gotta be on here, train spotting. Maybe in the toilet and the ceiling and that's a collective drug trip for that's like a montage of a drug trip. Because they're all like flipping out and all that. Yeah. Shit Isn't he actually detoxing in that scene? No, that's, no, when, he re- no, that's when he remembers it, and that's when the baby crawls on the ceiling toward him. Oh, okay. That, a, yeah, that's what I. That's what I thought you meant. He, that. but he remembers his trip. Okay, okay. It's a. It's a. Yeah. Yeah. It's a flashback of a flashback. <laughs> Technically, yeah, actually. Wow. <laughs> Mind blown. Whoa. Is this a movie about dreams and we're in like two dreams? 
number two, and really I could say the whole fucking movie, but specifically another scene in Vegas with giant fucking lizards fear-loving Las Vegas. <laughs> nice. I mean, really, I could have just gone the whole fucking movie. Like, I could have gone the whole circus circus scene, uh, the part where uh, he's tripping out on the carpet or flipping out when they find um, Christina Ricci. I mean, a lot of, he's on drugs he, the entire just goddamn time. Just when like, you think oh, you've been burned by that asshole with the mescaline. Full on mescaline. So that fucking ether being a cruel mistress and the whole beginning of back backcountry. I mean, uh, and the number one. And I got the minute you brought this up as a top five. This is the first movie I thought of. What is it? It's gotta be on all of your lists, but it's my number one. Give some butthead to America. Shit, oh. fucking animated by Rob Zombie himself. Yeah. Rob Zombie does all the. I forgot about that. It's not mm-hmm. on list. That was the first thing I not fucking thought list. of. Not me, not me. But I had a reason I thought of this for. I was. Like, I just. I watched I, that was the first. I was just like when I first saw it. I was like, holy fuck! They're tripping in a goddamn the, white yeah, zombie I, I video. Remember, I went and saw that with my girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. Christina Coolis, and her friend. And her some like, fucking bitch. Fucking, it was great. It was uh-huh. great. Yeah, I remember that shit. R two agrees. R two's down. Um, honorable mention to right. half baked for the silly little everybody's just kind of floating around. Uh, I'd have gone the beginning. Damn, this I'd have good. gone the beginning when they get stoned as kids when he's like. <laughs> Heroes <laughs> 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 behind him. He's <laughs> like, so "How's that? This shit is snips." He's got the big old. And I'm surprised tappy. you didn't get this one in your list. Abba Zabba, you my friend. friend. Number five, Super Troopers. The snozberries <laughs> taste like snozberries. You know who that guy's married to? Like a model. Is Christina Hendricks from <laughs> Mad Men? Blonde chick. From no, Mad redhead. Oh, she's, she's the like hourglass redhead. She's even better. You're thinking uh, January Jones. That was. You are freaking out, man. Yeah. License yeah. and registration. Chicken fucker. And then number four, knocked up. Of course, we're gonna do shrooms. Because why would you do shrooms and go to Cirque du Soleil? Like that just seems like a bad idea to me. That sounds like an awesome idea to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there, there are certain Cirque du Soleil shows where I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I'm not on drugs. There's certain environments. Number three. Um, this was the first one I thought of when you said that. Natural Born Killers. The animated or the... No, no the, the actual movie. Where <laughs> the whole movie? Well, that's the whole movie. Yeah, the part, with, part with the Indians? Part with the Indian. When they're on like bad mushrooms. <laughs> Doesn't that that's a, that's the animated part, stick. isn't it? No. Because the fifty sitcom is a part flashback. Is about fifteen seconds long, and it's right when they're getting married. They hold their hands, and it turns into that's right, that's the right, that's blood. Right. The blood turns into snakes, and it's worlds right. for just a brief time. That's the animated part. Outside of the quick thing you see of like the animated Mickey running, yeah, blue yeah. Mickey type deal. That's the animated part. That has okay. nothing to do with that part. Um, but that was one of the first ones I thought of when you said that. Um, the second one I thought of was PCU, when Gutter <laughs> gets blow totally me where the pampers got away. When the blow bomb hits his ass. I did not Gutter, exhale. Gutter. That's good. Gutter, man. <laughs> and then number one, the whole movie, 
fear and loathing. That's why this is a this that's why this is a good list because there's been some different stuff on there. I like that. Fear and loathing is number one for you, like the whole movie collective. The whole movie as right. a collective. Well, they start off with a suitcase full of drugs. I mean, <laughs> it starts out like the book. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it goes right into it. You're like, wow, that really is how the book started. I read the book after, after the movie, and, and it makes wow. you feel like you're on the drugs that they're taking. Yeah, that's like you're on them. Fucking Terry Gilliam, man. If you do some of them while you're guy's got a knack for really fucking. Really feels like you're. T- <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, you're going. Right? I'm gonna go last on okay. this one. Yeah, number six. An honorable mention to Platoon. The whole uh, scene in the one uh, barrack. Word. They're, it's just kind of where they all go to... I thought when he was tripping on the boat when he's got the fucking smoke thing. Well, I, I just I, I was thinking more of the barracks, but I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a good one. Um, that's the scene that I always, I always remember from Platoon. Number five, uh, True, li- True Lies, when Arnold's under the truth serum. Oh, and good he tells that guy what he's going to do to him <laughs> and tells his wife... She's like, he's like, first I'm people? going to break that guy's yeah, neck. Yeah, all then I'm <laughs> going to. Goes, Are we gonna die here? He goes, yep. yep. <laughs> first I'm going to break that guy's neck. <laughs> then I'm gonna stab you in the head with a. Now how are you gonna do that? You know my handcuffs. I got out of them five minutes ago. He's like, what? Good one. Yeah, nicely done. I always forget about that. We're gonna die. Yep. Yep. Number four, uh, it's a Frehley Brothers movie, Outside Providence. Uh huh. There's mm-hmm. this scene when Drug Going Delaney, back to Alec Baldwin on that Drugs one. Delaney's letter. Mm-hmm. That yeah. whole scene is just hilarious. That is really good one. Sex is like is Chinese he's... food. It's not over to you both get your cookies. <laughs> Teacher's like, what are you laughing about, Delaney? And he's like, I'm on drugs, man. <laughs> and everyone laughs like a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it's been a long time since I saw that one. It's on Netflix. You guys should check it out again. Word. It's a good one. Uh, Number three, Almost Famous. I'm a Golden God. I thought about that. I thought about that one. Yes. That was was very very well done. I like that kid. I like him. Number two, you might be mad. I might be taking some of your thunder. Will Ferrell in Old School. Oh, no. The, The... the tranquilizer falling in the pool. Oh, <laughs> you got a dirt. I didn't even put that on. Good job, bro. Word, yeah. You crazy, you crazy. Like you crazy, bro. Got a dirt in your neck. So, while these fuckers act up, I get to shoot them with that. Turn on my I'll have to charge them with the fucking leash. Bangs his head off the wall. So yeah, I'll fuck And number one, fear and loathing. Ooh. No, no specific scene. I do gotta say though, um, kind of a sort of kind of postpartum um, honorable mention. Uh, when I saw the "I'm the Golden God" thing, I was like, <coughs> "Oh no, wait! What about that?" I was like, "Fuck! It was a TV show." But I, I do want to bring it up just because it's a great tripping scene. Is the one where Lisa Simpson trips off the water from the uh, boat ride? I'm the lizard yeah. queen. I'm the lizard queen. <laughs> like that's what it, it's her doing. Uh, Jim Morrison, I think, was uh, the yeah, joke. Yeah. And like when I saw like I'm a golden god, I was like, I am the lizard. Oh fuck, what was that? I was like, it's when she trips on the boat water, and it's like, Barton, quit bugging your Homer sister. Lisa, tripping. drink the water. Homer tripping. Lisa, drink the water. Yeah, on the Bye. insanity Bye. pepper. Bye. The insanity oh, yeah. pepper. Johnny, 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 Johnny Cash, Cash the dog. Yeah. Well, it's a coyote at first. It's a yeah. coyote. And Is that then, then the talking coyote turned Homer. out to just be a talking dog. Hey Homer, wait a minute, dogs don't Find talk. Soul mate, Homer. Hey man, dogs don't talk. Woof. That pyramid was just the pro shop. I, I am, and it's 
Club <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> I am stoked that none of mine are on anything that's been read out here. Nice. I'm stoked about that. Fear and Loathing. I didn't say the whole movie. I went the ether scene. When they're the on circus ether, circus. like just describing how an ether binge is and how it works, it's 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 hilarious. It's it's funny. I think I met a guy tonight like that at work. On ether? He must have been on ether or sherm. I don't know if people still smoke sherm. What the fuck is sherm? <sighs> it's window paint. <laughs> Formaldehyde. All right, number four, uh, Pineapple Express. When Bill Hader smokes the joint at the beginning of the movie, and he's just. <laughs> Nah, man, you're gonna really like this stuff. Man. <laughs> he's, he's, he says a lot of good stuff there. It's a very, it's a, it's a quick little blurb. It's like a two-minute scene. It's perfect, perfect. Uh, Natural Born Killers. The whole movie. Yeah. It's the, everyone in that movie is fucked up. Everybody in that movie is fucked mm-hmm. up. There's nobody not fucked up in that movie. Number two, Tenacious D, when Jack Black eats the mushrooms. Chipping on with uh, Bigfoot. Yeah, when he eats Sasquatch, the Yeti is my Sati in the Wikipedia. And he just keeps singing that song. He's floating down the river, he's falling down the tree. It's just, it's just, it's a very comical quick scene because all of a sudden he's not Isn't he singing about how the Sasquatch is his dad? This is daddy. Yeti is my Pappy in the Wikipedia. I'm singing the song. I like the song. Uh, the reason I thought about this list, number one, Young Guns, when they drink peyote. Did you guys see the size of that chicken? And he's just jumping around, shooting his gun off. <laughs> Keeper says, like, she's my flower. I'm her, I'm her, I'm her sparrow. I'm her sparrow. She's mine. I'm her flower. It's a very, very good scene. Casey's Mexico pukes all over himself. Uh, yeah, uh, the the peyote scene, Young Guns, is is very, very funny. Hey, Chavez, how come they ain't killing us? We're in the spirit world, asshole. They can't see us. <laughs> and they ran through the whole exudation. It's a uh, that's that's why I thought of uh, doing this list. Did you really get through all five? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could have done a top Doug five. Doug was on, on the drugs. Well, either Pineapple Express. I could have done a top five. Just all of Stone movies. Like, through that. Like mm-hmm. scenes from all of Stone movies, because I can't think of one that doesn't have drugs. Except maybe like World Trade Center. Back into the left. <laughs> Back. Back. Into the left. I'm pretty sure they're on drugs when like. Uh, <laughs> they may not be explicitly on drugs, when, but when they're make, on drugs. When, when they say when he's it's making, a conspiracy, when he's making they Kevin Spacey like drugs. smell the belt or whatever. I'm pretty sure they're on drugs. Mm-hmm. Not Kevin Spacey, Kevin Bacon. When they're having the, the and gay, JFK, the gay orgy with Joe Pesci and Tommy Lee Jones. That's a fucking Kevin lemon Bacon. party. Is what the fuck that is? That's a famous lemon party. I remember what you're It's a lot of old dick I don't want to see. Well, I'm I, saying, I don't want to see young dick. That's uh, <laughs> but technically... T- young, t- t- I'm glad does. that dicks can get married, but I don't want to see him. And congratulations. To dicks getting married. Dicks getting married. Hey, you know what? You know what the funny part about that is the vote was five to four. <laughs> so... It's not like it was a landslide. Well, so <laughs> the Supreme Court is as split as America. On yeah, so pretty that. much. There's just one mm. more person swinging. Yeah, I would say America is closer to six, three. 
I don't. I'd say. I'd say. Five, you four. talk to most of the Midwest. I'd say five four. No, I. <laughs> tr- I try to Go talk to, to them. They're they're ignorant homophobes. Okay, these these guys have had a tough week. Let's just get that out there. It's with everything that they ignorant to get. racist fucks and bigoted people lost the flag that they tend to fly sometimes. They love so they can't go buy it at Walmart. And gays are getting married. And they have, you know. This is a big loss for these guys. And they got universal health care, the bastards. Clan members are, like, hanging themselves. They're going to have to go shop at just my own pop shops. Clan members are hanging themselves this week. That's how bad it is. They're lynching themselves. And we're okay with it. You know that black people rope we got? Put me on that thing, Jimmy Bob. I'd be Jim even Bob. better with it if they would recycle the rope to hang them fucking useless selves. That'd be good. Don't use constant, like, different ropes. It's... <laughs> Fuck you. Use the same <laughs> rope for you pieces of shit. That'll work. No, no, that's black people rope, and that's boat rope. And then they got, like, regular white people <laughs> yeah, rope. They're not good enough to get black rope. They get boat rope. Rough rope. How is that? Hardy rope. Hardy white rope. It's it only hurt. it's only been woven in its own bloodline. Keep it pure. The USA is not for USA. Wow. We gonna. I'm Mexican. No, we're done. Okay. I, I thought that was a good place to end. You keep me talking. Wow. That's that's a horrible place to end. <laughs> oh yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!